Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. I'm Priscilla Weigel, the Executive Director, and I'm here today with one of our CICC coaches, Kim Whale, who has been in the field of early childhood in various capacities for 30 plus years. And she's here today to help us build some of our family childcare specific resources by looking at and talking through caring for multi-stage and age groups in a family child care setting. Welcome, oh, Kim. Thank you guys for having me here. It is um, really, truly an honor. Uh, and yes, I have been around the block a few times with, with little people and with the grown-ups. Yeah. Uh, and so our discussion today, mixed ages and stages. I always like to throw in stages as well, because so often we think about maybe maybe two-year-olds specific, and we forget that even two-year-olds have a vast developmental range. And now we're in that family child care realm, and we're really looking at maybe we have some infants, maybe we have some toddlers, we maybe have preschoolers, and yes, we can't forget about the school-agers, and that is a lot going on. Yeah, definitely. That's a wide range of needs and also levels for keeping kids active and alert and engaged. And so I think, you know, when we look at kind of the overarching day, what are some of the big things to be mindful of when you're thinking about planning for that multi-age, multi-stage group? Yeah, so I love that you talked about that, the big schedule, that big schedule. Sometimes I will walk into a program and programs literally like, eh, I don't really have a curriculum. I really don't. Eh. And the reality is we all do. We all do. So either, so when I say the big stuff or when I think about the big stuff, I think about the meal times. I think those are happening every day. We can count on that. Let's write them down. <laughs> we have to consider them. Yeah. We have to think about, you know, is there rest times? So those littlest people are resting on their own need. So that sometimes, sometimes there is not a schedule to that. So I need sometimes that given that I have to kind of set that on a higher shelf because we're definitely going to have to deal with it and then still try to figure out how we're going to get to all the other things. Uh, So as an example, I might be ready to sit down and read a story to the group and, uh uh-oh, I'm pretty sure I hear that a little one is up. Yeah, all things have to stop for that quick moment because I have to go and get that little one. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, in my world, I bring them back to our group. And sometimes there's a bigger need. They need a diaper change. Maybe they're they wake up and they're hungry right this moment. Uh, so I plan as mm-hmm. best I can for any kind of routine that that littlest one has always. Um, and I dare say that we talk about fairness sometimes. Yeah, I, I always say that's a grown up word. And the grown-ups are always like, that's not fair. That little one is going to take more of my time. It's going to take time away from the other children. And I think in family child care, that is part of being in a family. The littlest one does take time, but eventually they are the bigger one. And so they they did get their big time, and now they're still getting that that one-on-one moment, and we plan for it. And I think that's important. Um, Along with that, I think about indoors versus outside time. Sure. It says right in licensing law that if the weather is okay, and we have guidelines for that, that we should be outside. It does not say unless little Tommy is kind of got a sniffle today. Yeah. And so I think we have to talk about that realm too. What does licensing law say? And then how are we going to get by? So I know back in the day, getting everybody ready in winter gear in particular would take you 
oh, upwards of, I swear, you know, a half hour. And yeah, sometimes. At <laughs> that time, you're ready to go outside, but the littlest ones have stripped down again, right? And mm-hmm. so literally, I found that in my world, it worked best to have the biggest ones help on one end. I worked on my littlest ones, and we kind of met in the middle somewhere, and then we were able to get outside quicker. The, the bigger kids, some of the littler ones, as an example. Nice. Um, and so really, what am I saying? All of those moments have to be intentional. Yeah, yeah. Do that, then the day flows. We still can get to the the big items. Um, I'm running behind. Yikes! I'm running behind. What to do? Right. So maybe I'm not going to read this this bigger book right now. Maybe today, since it's a new story, we're going to look at just the pictures, or maybe even just some of the pictures, or maybe we're going to look at the cover and we're going to talk about what we think this book might be about. And therefore, I can recover and get back onto my schedule. Sure. And I'm thinking as you're talking through some of those necessary and maybe immediate transition needs that weren't scheduled, but are necessary, as you said, like the little one waking up from a nap or needing a diaper change, or maybe someone's just having a difficult time in the bathroom and they can't get their pants up and they need someone to come and help them. And you were just all sitting down for a story. Having, have you noticed and, and do you recommend folks have that kind of basket of things nearby that area to be able to hand off to the older ones to just be able to say, okay, this is older kid time activities. Here's specific things that maybe only they can do and play with or something that kind of draws them to those items. Have you, have you experienced that being useful? Absolutely. Um, and I wouldn't even say useful. I would say critical. I think it's really okay. Useful. Okay. Yeah. So, so in my world, I do have to have a, a bin, a box, a bag, a basket, whatever it is, um, of yeah. things that are, and here's the key, interesting and engaging. If yeah. there are things that they sit with every day, that same basket of books come out, that is, yeah. that is not interesting. It's not engaging. And therefore, we're throwing them and we're, you know, we're just doing what kids do. Um, so we have to be thoughtful. So even that, that basket of things that are going to save me has to be thought about and rotated and really planned for. Um, right. One of my favorite activities or one of my favorite ideas started uh, after, after somebody had become sick in child care. And this was many, many years ago. And I realized that day I've got to call a parent. I've got to clean up a mess. I've got to make sure this child is okay, that, you know, that their yeah. needs are being met because they're sick. And I have to make sure that everybody else is not in the middle of all of this. At the same time, right. I'm actively supervising. And so I created on that particular day something that the children named the Funtime Extra Box. Literally oh, nice. Named it. And it was just items that would come out in just those kind of moments. And they were, uh, it was pre-planned so that there was no choking items in there. Uh, yeah. There was nothing that was going to be unsafe, even for my littlest toddlers who may be still bopping around. Littler people, if they're littler than that, they're going to be, they are going to go in some kind of safety equipment for just that little bit of time so you can make sure that they are safe and that everybody else is safe. Yeah. But kids would, I tell you what, over the years, because it came out so rarely, that was the one bin I didn't need to fool with very often. Now, where did it yeah. look? Literally under the, ba- under the bathroom cabinet. So literally, I'm in the bathroom with the sick child. I pull it out. I push it out into the hallway, and everybody's right there so I can still see and supervise. Nice. Uh, and nice. it was like the best thing I ever did. So I share that. I, I think it's really, really critical to have those opportunities. And again, interesting, engaging. 
Yes. And I love that the kids got to name it something that they thought would be useful and fun. And and it really fits. That's exactly what it is. It's that that item that is going to draw them right to where you need them to be and also keep them busy while you're doing those essential things that happen often when you're working with families and children. That's for sure. How about so we talked about some of those big things. How about the little things, little things that might come up that you think, okay, how do I insert these into my day? Yeah, so when I think about the little things, uh, and these may not be little for you, um, right. yeah. when, when I say little, um, I, again, it's my thoughtful process, I guess. But when I think about the little things, I guess I'm thinking about moments in time versus the mm-hmm. whole day. So I think about things like, um, how am I going to get story time in today? Yeah. Right. I need to serve a bottle right at this exact same time. Um, how am I going to do those bathroom breaks? Uh, and maybe it is a maybe it is a bathroom break that is on my schedule. But as you know, children have accidents. Um, yeah. Just went. They didn't need to go, but now they do. Uh, so mm-hmm. how are, you know, honestly, one of the first things is I have to let my schedule go a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. about me and my routine and getting through the day. And, you know, it took me so long to figure that out. Um, yep, it's time to go outside and Bobby's dawdling, right? It's not about me. It's not about what mm-hmm. I get outside. It's not about if I get to the curriculum that maybe I was hopeful to get to today. I really have to manage around what the children need and what the children are um, wanting. So if the children mm-hmm. are not interested, and maybe I was ho- really excited to teach them about frogs today because I found one last weekend and I got excited about it, and I find when I plant that seed that they're not interested. It's yeah. not about me. I've got to figure it out a different way and it might not be, it might not be on my plan. I yeah. wrote down things on here when I was thinking about uh, doing this activity. I thought about some of those, um, some programs do like a center activity. And I think about, um, I think about a preschool center-based setting at this point, but for some of us mm-hmm. in family child care, we do the same thing as far as, yep, we've got a, we've got a, a writing area set up over there with something fun for the kids today, creative art over here. And um, we got a brand new blocks today. Woo, right. So again, we come back to, is it interesting? Is it engaging? So often I see programs literally take the same item that is already in the environment off of a shelf and move it to a table. And suddenly we think that it is now a new, exciting, interesting and engaging activity. It is not. Um, So really thinking about that, it really should be something that we're pulling from a different space or maybe we're going to play with it in a different way, maybe with a different medium. Um, Mm -hmm. Free choice free choice. Oh, so research is telling us that we need to have longer free choice times for children. Uh, in my world, yeah. two, at least two a day of, of one hour blocks. And yeah. some of you, you'll tell us that kids are just running around and there's, you know, that is a sure sign that we need to make some change. When kids yeah. are running, they're getting in trouble, they're bump, bouncing, I'm going to say bouncing off the walls. Um, mm-hmm. That is happening. That is a sure sign that we need to make some environmental changes. And so what kinds of things can I incorporate into that environment so that they come in and go, oh, what's that? That's the yeah. interest. That is that engagement. That will bring the behaviors down. That will calm the entire space. Um, yeah. And the last thing I would comment on here is drop off and pick up times. Those mm. are times when the caregiver very often is extra busy and the mm-hmm. children too are a little on edge. Is it my mom who's coming? Is it my daddy who's showing up? Well, where is my mom and your daddy? I thought they were coming next. Um, mm-hmm. There, I think that routine comes back to, if I know that certain parents are coming at certain times, sharing that. 
hey, pretty soon Susie's mom's going to be coming. It's almost time. Yeah. Bobby, you are going to be thinking about when your mom's coming because she's going to be coming pretty soon. So you're going to think about being done with whatever. That mm-hmm. helps children to plan, and it's so important. Definitely. Well, and I think that, as you said, we've talked on this a little bit throughout the the episode here on just being flexible, that flexibility, having things waiting in the wings to pull in, but also realizing that, and I think you brought this up in just the earlier part of this last little piece here, helping yourself be flexible to say, it's not about me. What are the kids needing right now? And it's, it's key to really be in tune to their their developmental levels, the stages that they're that they're moving through, that's going to be creating the most success instead of me coming in with my agenda as that adult saying, oh, I think frogs will be really fun today when no one's interested in that. I think flexibility is so important. And then also you brought this up just as you were wrapping things up about consistency. And, you know, in a family child care setting, it can be hard to stay consistent because of all the different things I mean, I've, I've heard providers uh, refer to themselves as if only I were an octopus where I had all these different arms because that's what you're describing with all those different age groups and all those different needs. So how does one make sure that consistency prevails? Yeah. So honestly, I think there's there's the meat and potatoes of, of planning a day. Um, so for me, I think about back in the day. Back in the day, I had one family, right? I had two little people who, who added into my little family at the time. We were a very small group, mm-hmm. and uh, that worked pretty well. We figured it out. But then all of a sudden, that group size got a little bit bigger. There was some part-time families coming and going at differing times. Uh, maybe the days of the week that they attended were differing. And suddenly, mm-hmm. things were challenging, right? Um I have a new infant starting this week. Does that mean that I should just really kind of, you know, slow down and kind of take care of that infant's needs um, and figure it out? Uh, Well, no, because if I do that, then everybody else is actually ramping up and they don't know what to do. So having that schedule, having that routine, I think is important. Now, in my world, it is called a flexible routine, meaning I would never skip story time. I don't. That is important. And and any any of those big things. Um, we don't skip them, we alter them. So instead yeah. of reading the preschool book today, I may grab a board book. Um, instead mm-hmm. of reading a story to the children today, I might have them listen to a story. Um, I might even put the whole book aside because I'm changing diapers and I might make up a story and yeah. tell that story out loud to the group. Um, uh-huh. Very often I do that same thing during rest time when I'm trying to get little people down. I've got to be over here. I have to rub this back because this child really needs that. While mm-hmm. we're staying quietly, Miss Kim is going to tell you a story. And yeah. very often, what time of the day, those stories are about the children and they are made up. Yes. Yes. They're the best. And and they they do. They calm and they relax. They, they realize that there isn't a picture that they're missing, that they don't need mm-hmm. to see the pages. Um, and they do calm and they do rest. Um, When I think about that consistency routine, you know what? Yep. We just had a a big thing. A parent showed up. They weren't supposed to, or, um, oh, again, I don't know. Somebody fell down and they, they bumped their, their little noggin a little bit. And all of a sudden I don't have time to prepare the, the big lunch that I planned for today. I Mm -hmm. have a quick, you know, sandwich I can whip together, um, with with little time. I I can literally pull it out. Maybe I realize at 10 AM that oh my gosh, it's it's kind of a challenging day. I can pull something out of the freezer and pop it into the oven. It's it's ready to go for just those days. Um, yeah. Believe me, 
I am not. I am not the um, organized queen here. Not that is not me. But having a little bit of planning ahead helps. Yeah, feel super. That's that intentionality. That that little bit of sure. if this happened, what would I? How would I be able to plan? And honestly, I learned most of this by when it wasn't going well, and then I yeah. said, next time. And so, in my education, um, I've learned that I sh- I want to share that with everybody, so that yeah. it hasn't happened to you yet. But if you could plan for it, wouldn't that be something? Yeah, yeah. I think that's and that's a great way to kind of wrap things up here, Kim. In our conversation, is to, you know, from the outside looking in, someone might think, "Oh man, they're jumping all over the place." But all those things are very intentional. You've thought them through. You've planned them ahead. You've built in the things you need to be able to be successful as the caregiver, which in turn creates success for the children. And we know when the caregiver is calm and when that adult in the room is able to to set the tone, children follow. And that's going to be really key. And so I so appreciate you taking the time today to share these things with us. If you're interested in coaching, as Kim does for us out in the world of childcare throughout the state of Minnesota, as all of our coaches do, please reach out to info at inclusivechildcare.org. And we would love to have you sign up for some free coaching support. Um, Coaches just like Kim out in your setting, getting to know you and what is important to you and what you need, sharing these very important tips. Thank you, Kim, for being here. And we look forward to talking with you again. And thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for having me. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.